Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But she used to use those elastics and yeah. it had the ball, one on one side, one on the other side. The bolitas, yeah. And you would take that thing out, and if it popped you on the head, you would get a concussion. Or on the finger, or on yes. the mouth. If you went to, like, pull it and it snapped Forget back. Forget it. Oh, my gosh. You would need, like, to take off your finger. Que dolor. Grab some ice. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, This is, is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. And we're back. And, and we're back. And Sorry. we're ready. Um, We're ready to go. Yes, and somebody celebrated a birthday. How? No, are you, like, very, like, squirrely about your age? I am super squirrely about really? my age. You don't oh even gosh, understand. I think it's baby. because I think it's because people um have this misconception that I'm so young that uh, I want well, to keep it that way. Okay, well, there I go. You it's, know? it's my baby cheeks. You look adorable. It's the baby cheeks and the high pony, my, my fake Ariana Grande shit, because I'm like, make me look young. Oh, Every- you know what I was going to do today? What? I was going to wear the big oversized sweatshirt with the knee-high boots just to, like, Ooh. rock your world. Ooh. But my sweatshirt was too short. I was like, oh, hell. No, I don't need to be going out showing my mom 
mom parts. Not a, not a mom parts. <laughs> Scaring people all you over put some tights. You should have put some tights on. I was going to do it and do the high pony and just be like, I'm going to rock. Oh, my God. Right now. But you would have no, um, ripped my it. edges out. That's right. That's right. So, okay. So, happy birthday to Honey. Thank you. Another year. And you're a New Year's baby. I am a New Year's baby. And it's always so hard for me to plan a party. Well, because people have plans. They want to go out. Everybody has plans. And a lot of people like to wait for New Year's with their family. Yeah. So, it's like I'm always stuck, like, home alone. I love my husband. Don't get me wrong. But we're always like, what are we doing? Are we going to go somewhere? Let's wait for midnight at the house. And then we get somewhere. And it's like the line is around the corner. Yeah. So, my birthday, even though it's like, oh, my God, what a great day. It's weird. It, it has to be. I would think like anything during the holiday season is tough. And people are just not into it. They're just like, okay, um, it's New Year's Eve and it's New Year's Day and it's yeah. Christmas. So, oh, it's your birthday too? Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, so my brothers, I have two brothers. Armand is December 5th and Renee's birthday is January 2nd. Oh, okay. And they would always get ripped off. And I would just look at my mom sideways like, you are such a mess for doing this. Like she would always be like, tengo un regalito pero te lo voy a dar después and I'm like you know what that was a Christmas present Navidad y cumpleaños junto yeah it's like it's it's a bust that was always for me I know and I feel so bad for like babies that are born in December and January because I feel like your moms or dads like they like say oh yeah I got you a birthday present but really it was like a side Christmas present don't take me back to my childhood because I remember that I would get dressed up but I would get dressed up for New Year's and then they would like dress me and Bella up identical and I would be like yeah. but it's my birthday why am I wearing the same dress she's wearing? And then I would see everybody celebrating and everybody was so happy. Ah, Feliz Año Nuevo! Yeah. Oh, and but happy it, birthday! No, they wouldn't even say no. happy birthday. It was like, but it's my birthday too. Oh, that and is And then so everybody was having up. like, you know how um Latinos have the big uh, New Year's Eve dinner? Yes. With the penil and the rice and everything. And yeah. it's like, everybody was there, but I was like invisible. And that makes I me feel so like crying just you. thinking about it right now. And then this one, Bella, always dressed just like me. So I had never really had like a special day. Right, it wasn't about you. It like you didn't it was get the never princess about dress. Me. It was it was New Year's Eve. It, it that's was, what it was. Yeah. See, that's what's wrong about it. Now, did you guys do the twelve grapes? Do you guys do that? Yeah, we tradition? do the twelve grapes okay. and we do um like the hard candies and stuff like that. But that was more when I would be in the islands. You know, we always used to go back to Dominican Republic for Christmas and yeah. New Year's Eve because celebrating in New York was just depressing. Do you want to know what's so messed up? What? I, I did, we did the twelve grapes. So we were in New Orleans one year and it was me and my husband mm -hmm. and um and they only had like so many grapes and I was like, Oh no, I'm washing those, those are mine. For real. And my husband came over to me, he was like let me have one. I was like, mm -mm -mm, here, I, you can have half a one. I need all my I need grapes. All my grapes to start. Then Andrew doesn't know about Andrew's our executive producer. He doesn't know about the grapes tradition. Oh, our friends were Cuban, and the, they're the ones who told us about it. The Galaces and uh, the Estradas told us that, like, at midnight you have to eat these twelve grapes, mm -hmm. and that it's for like a fruitful new year, like a, a like. I don't, I don't know. I should probably look it up before I speak on it. But we ended up doing it ever since we met them. And now it's like a tradition for us. Yeah, there's a lot of traditions when it comes to New Year. Like, I clean my whole entire house. Really? You, yeah, your house is supposed to be clean um, to enter into the New Year with, okay. with no, like, dirtiness, I guess. Okay. So I do all the laundry. Um, I buy a white candle to, like, uh, ward off, like, negativity. I put, like, a lot of glasses filled with water 
to like uh, bring like clarity. Oh, I buy wonderful. white flowers. Yeah, that's it's a real traditional like Latin thing. My husband hates it. We gotta like, write this down. Yeah, he be like, "This is brujeria. What are you doing? You do." No. I'm like, "This is not brujeria. This is like clarity and spirituality." He be like, "Turn that candle off. You gonna burn the crib down?" I'm like, "You're so no negative. brujeria is you putting that Kodak black candle that you stole from his party girl." Ooh, hell <laughs> no. Why are I'm you joking. even blowing me up like this? I am joking. You know what? Actually, I know you didn't take one, but I saw your Instagram story. My assistant that night. took two. I was dying. So, Honey and her sister, they went to this Kodak Black like listening party. Yes, I think, right? And I was thrown off. And you know those candles that your mom would light when she'd be like, Ay, voy a rezar a la Virgen. The you know? Santo candles. Like the Santo candles. They had them made up with Kodak. With Kodak's <laughs> face all over it. I'm like, and Kodak. I was like, Why don't you get me one of those, please? You know, it was at, the, at, at a church. Was it real? What church? It was at a church in Harlem, the Harlem oh, Parish. Oh, that's right. Yes, you said, yeah, it was. It was, it up was in very Harlem. strange because they had like the altar, like the Kodak Black altar. You know, he's Haitian. And, oh, and, I didn't and, realize yeah, that. Yeah, some Haitians, they have those in their house. Then there was a choir, but then people started smoking weed and oh, then but they that's started like, drinking. I, I, that's too, like, by. I was so like, thrown I, yeah, off. there's like a lot going on there. I was like, Jesus, forgive me. This is not my party. But I'm going to take a hit. Exactly. <laughs> Pass the blunt. <laughs> pop, pop, pass. But no, um, we were talking before about exes. You put up this thing that I was dying when I was reading it. And it was like, what is the craziest thing that an ex ever did to get you back? Bruh. The responses were terrifying. I was reading them. First, I was like, yeah, you know, my ex-boyfriend had his mom call me and tell me he lost weight to take him back. And I was like, who has their mom call anybody? My followers. The things they wrote that exes did blew me away. I'm like, first of all, uh, you better get two order protections from that person. Well, like, yeah. So there were some people who did the typical, like, you know, bought me presents to get me back. The When you go so far as to get a tattoo on your arm for someone... That's that to me is crazy. But the person who said that the guy carved her name in his arm with a piece of glass. Okay. That is some real psycho freaking scary stuff. Nah, you gotta go. You yeah. over here like don't even care about your well being. No, no, that's like that's really crazy. But then she's like, but he loves me. <laughs> For real. It, it I don't know. It's weird. Like when exes try to get you back, sometimes I feel like it just um turns you off even more. Was I not that interesting? Because I never had anybody do anything real crazy. The the worst thing that somebody ever did was he jumped on a red eye flight from LA to Miami and knocked on my door at like seven in the morning and I was like what are you doing here that's actually a little bit romantic it was romantic but like he cheated on me and I caught him so I was just like bye all late now with yeah. the chivalry like yeah. hello don't don't try me now I, I said to him I was like you're not welcome here turn around go back I don't want you anymore were you with somebody else when he showed up no that would have been epic I was alone I had was another like... motherfucker open the door <laughs> see I'm like such a sad person I was like bawling my eyes out because I listened this is the thing women if you're gonna break into the voicemail be prepared for the worst and I broke into his voicemail and I heard the girl who said to him I'll be there at 7 come pick me up na 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 the details and I was like "All right." when I spoke to him Uh I said what are you doing tonight and he was like oh I'm just gonna go and hang out with her I was like really I was like oh okay well tell I don't even remember her name now at this point we'll make it up like tell Christy or something I was like tell her I said what's up and he like you could hear the silence he was like 
oh shit his heart dropped out yeah his gut and that's when i told him i was like i'm changing my number i don't want to see you like this is done this is like more than done you have totally crossed the line this is the last time you'll do this to me and i like hung up on him and then at like seven o'clock in the morning the next day i'm waking up i'd cried myself to sleep mm. and i was just so like wrecked and he shows up at my front door and i Talking was like about what yeah I, that's fake i love you it was a mistake and like i was just like you know what people just that's why you have to think about things before you do them you know what i mean you do it's it's weird because sometimes i don't know it's like you might take him back like me and my husband were casual at the beginning and Mm. he lied a lot because we were casual but then he didn't want to tell me he was dealing with other people right so it was weird so sometimes i don't know but did he do something crazy to get you back um he wouldn't do he just always trying to kill whoever i dealt with yeah but that's like such a macho thing that's it like is a such a macho thing, thing it know? is like if we would like we were casually dating and then it was just like okay i don't want to deal with you anymore it was like you were never my boyfriend now we're not together but i'm still not allowed to see people well if i can't have you nobody can <laughs> he was like annoying with that psycho. every time if i wouldn't pick up the phone i'm on my way to your house if somebody's there i'm killing them what really oh my gosh yeah, he, he was pretty intense but, yeah. but he didn't want to commit for like the first three years that we knew each other right so it kind of threw me off because it was like you don't want a girlfriend but then i can't be with other people what are we doing right but then there's like the people who keep it interesting like this one guy stalked a girl played drunken love mad loud from his car in front of her building and popped up on her while he was like while she was on a oh, date bro, nah. that is so that that takes research that does no that takes a stalking yes that is that's stalking because he must sure. have, he must have followed her to go on the date i could learn from scorpio chick scorpio chick said that her ex gifted her with another car they're still not together but he's still making the payments what like, kind of what? those are skills that's a bomb box right there. that is like your ex is still paying your car I'm you're not even together you, he's all about the vintage vagina at that point he wants I, to give I you say he wants, i'm telling he wants you that old thing back now nah, she, she's does. a g Wait, but then also this one, I was crying. Broke into my apartment, cooked dinner, cleaned my place, got home from work, ate dinner, thanked her for cleaning up, and kicked her crazy ass out. Like, You uh, ate the food, though? Yeah, I would be, like, super suspect. Broke into my apartment? Yeah, I don't need to be roofied tonight, thank you. The voice for is on. Real? I gotta catch uh, Miley voice. Cyrus. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> one, of the, one of the comments that I read was, like, uh... The girl came over to his house and, like, pampered him, massaged him, and bathed him for, like, two days straight. What? And then it was over. I'm like, no. what kind of psycho people y'all dealing with? I'm not going out like that. No way. Not this girl. My one ex that was kind of, like, psychotic at the end, he didn't want to let it go at no cost at all. And for, like, six, seven months, every time he went out drinking, he would pop up in my house. Really? Yeah. And me and Bella were roommates then, so I would wake her up and be like, bitch, he's outside again. <laughs> and she would go out there and be like, she don't fucking want you. What the, <laughs> Bella, you, what you don't un- in her Bella nightgown. Bella for the win. Bella boobs, not afraid. Swinging. No bra coming out in the nightgown. She wouldn't care. Yeah. She really wouldn't care. Letting like, him know he's not welcome. Exactly. She used to be like, stop it. Just don't come back anymore. She doesn't want you. And he would be like, I don't want to talk to you. And she'd be like, well, this is what you're getting. And leave. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. He, he, I think that was the most stalkerish um 
ex I ever had. And he did offer me a lot of things. Like when I was like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I'll buy you an apartment. I'll pay for this. But would that ever work with you? Not really. I just really wasn't into him anymore. Yeah. I'll pay off all your credit card debt. And I had a lot of credit card debt back then. You were like, well, let me think about this for a second. For real. (laughs) But then the more he offered crazy things, the more he turned me off. You're like, my visa is like three months behind. For real. (laughs) These student loans is hefty, bro. Don't you think, though, that love makes you do crazy things? I do. It does, but you have to hold it together. Yeah, but I think that when you're in the moment and you're thinking about, like, never getting that person back, like, if you really, really think about being in that place and you're like, man, I'll never be with this person again, you can do some crazy shit. Like this person right here that said their ex got a tattoo of his face on the arm. Yeah. Like, you know what it is to get a whole portrait tattoo? My abuelita is probably the only person, and maybe my mom, well, that I, I would yeah. get a portrait of. If I don't I, have tattoos, so I don't know about it. Like My husband tells me all the time I don't love him because I won't get his name tattooed on me. Don't do it. They say that's like, you don't do it. Look at Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson. He has, he has <laughs> like three tattoos for me, though. But that's different. I don't gotta, do it. Let I'm him not, keep getting them. Let him. Does he have your initials anywhere? He has my name. Okay, he has your name. He does has, he have your face? He doesn't have my face. Okay, he doesn't love you then, honey. He no, has, he has the B. No, he, <laughs> he does have the B by the neck. Oh, that's so cute. It is really cute. And then he has like our wedding date, like straight across his throat, like by the clavicle area. Oh my gosh. I think he has one more. I don't Mark know. Mark doesn't love me. He doesn't have any tattoos. Well, first of all, my husband has like 1,700 <laughs> tattoos. That B was like nothing. You can't even tell he got anything else done. I'm calling Mark's office right now. For real. He better get an entire back piece that's with your face right. on it. That's right. I want it, I want it right across his stomach. Carolina. Matter like of Tupac, fact, thug life. Imagine that. <laughs> tell him I want the life in Spanglish graphic. Right? I know. I want to be part of this shit. Old English. That would be so great. No, but like people that are that are younger. I know that when I was younger, I was a little bit, I was a little crazy. I would do some like messed up stuff. I did. To like go after guys. Yeah. I'm thinking. I beat the shit out of one of my exes at a Jimmy's Bronx cafe and ripped the shirt off his new bitches. Like she had that butterfly shirt. Remember that top? The one that was like a butterfly in the front and strings in the back? Oh, yes. Oh, God. Wow. I, I felt bad for them. But I'm they played this me as though, Carol- Carolina. They played me. Why? Because you had, had to discover them. Yes. Did you discover them? See, that's when it goes wrong. Yeah, and, and it was now just he's like asking for it. No, and then I don't it, blame you. No, I'm not being. I don't blame you then. And here's the bad part. He was just like, yeah, it's not working. Yeah, it's not working. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's not working. I go to Jimmy's in the Bronx. And he's there with a girl. So I was like, hey. I thought I, this wasn't working. Can I talk to you for a yeah. minute? Like, I just so, so thrown off. Here come the girl. Don't touch my man. Bitch, this was my man three days ago. Oh, no. And then it was a whole big drama. No. It was a really big drama. I just don't, I, I don't remember a lot of, like, relationships. I was a serial monogamous. So it's like an, a lot of my relationships were long distance, you know, like oh, okay. for a while. So. so you were getting cheated on. You didn't even know. Probably, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, that is so messed up. No, but like my last boyfriend, for, for real, like we were together for three years and he was cheating. That's why I put my foot down on the last one. And I was just like, you know what? Like, why am I doing this? I'm like, you're in freaking LA. I'm in Miami. Like, we, this is just not going to work. And those are two good ass cities for dating. Oh, please. All the beautiful people And are then there. after that, Miami wasn't safe. Because I was like, let's go. She's and then like, Ocean Drive, here I come. Here I come. That's right. No, but exes, you got to, like, watch yourself. You really need to. I've never had to have get, get, like, a restraining order or, like, call the police on any ex of mine. But I feel like if I ever tried to leave my husband, I probably would have to. If it ever got to that point, what, get a restraining order on him? 
Or you? Uh, no, me on him. <laughs> People are like, you ain't never leaving me. I'm like, wow. That's what I said. If I can't have you, nobody can. That's like such a lifetime movie thing. It is such a lifetime it movie. It really is. But you... he know what he got now at this point. Oh, He's God. probably like, Lord Jesus, whoever catches this bitch now caught a lick. <laughs> like a bank robbery. I created this monster. Yeah. I created it. So 2019, is there anything that you learned from 2018 that you want to take into the new year? To mind my business more. I really? feel like I feel like I wasted a lot of time in 2018 trying to help other people, and then they just did whatever they wanted in yeah. the end. Like, why are you wasting your time? Yeah, and I'm the type of person that likes to plug holes. Like, um, Angie always tells me this. She's like, stop plugging the holes because then we can't see where the leak is. Uh-huh. So it's like if anybody's having difficulties in their role. So you role, cover for a lot of people? Yeah, I'm saying? just like, okay, let me help you, let me help you, let right. me help, help you. And then at the end, it just they don't see the help. Yeah. And they just don't appreciate it. And then a lot of my time was wasted, you know, trying to help other people, trying to help people build. And it's like, oh, I have a great idea for you. I, this is how you should be marketing yourself. I'm a giver. You're giving and, all the gems away. I am giving all the gems away. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm a giver. I'm a nurturer. I'm like a born mom, if that yeah. makes any sense to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So for 2019, I'm going to limit that to like my very, very close circle. Good for you. And and my interns, because yeah. I have four interns every single semester. So it's like the four interns and people that I can actually utter the words, I love you to. Right. Those are the only people that are getting my time, my consultations, my advice. Yeah. What about you? Patience. I need I need to practice more patience. Really? I've, I've recognized that there's a certain urgency in my life that it has to be done now. I got to get it done. You know why? Because I'm overscheduling myself. So for me, the one thing that I want to do is just practice patience. Like for anything, like I will get an email from work, sales, like whoever. And I'm like, what? What do you mean he wants it? Like, I'm just so quick to pop off. Yeah. That it's just like, take a minute, take a breather. And, you know, I think that I could really use that in my life in all areas. Patience with my husband, my kids, work, and life situations. And I think that it's something that you need to practice, and I have not been practicing it. So I think that's something that I'm going to be more aware of. That's probably because you you stay wound up. Yeah, I'm super, I'm very anxious, super high energy. And you know what? Like I said, I get up at 345. I go to bed at 10, 1030. Last night, my husband wanted to have a discussion about vacation in June. And I'm like, it is 10 o'clock right now. I know, but it's vacation. I go, it's and 10 o'clock. At least he's planning it. No, I know. But still, I'm like, you know what? And this, I said, this is where you need to recognize I am your wife. I need to be taken care of. I need to go to bed and get my rest. Come and put me to bed. Because I love when he comes and rubs in my butt. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's the best feeling. I'm like, will you come and just put me to bed and then you can go outside and watch TV? You can watch Ray Donovan or whatever you're watching. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that patience is just something that I really need to, like, welcome a little bit more in my life. That's a good one. I feel like I, I have to work on that a little bit, too. But another thing I got to work on um, next year, I feel like, is not wanting to do everything myself. Yeah, which control. Also, That's which, a control thing. It's a control thing, and it's also me being impatient. So right. it's like if I tell somebody I need a graphic and they tell me it's going to be three days, guess what I'm doing on my phone in five minutes? I'm no. trying to create a graphic on my own. So it's like I didn't really allow a lot of people to do their job. Even if we finish here, I'll be like, Andrew, I'm going to edit the audio. Like it's like I, I have this thing that I want everything to happen very instantaneously. Yeah. And I have to work on like falling back. But that's being a New Yorker too, though. It is, I think it is this area yeah. and it's almost detrimental to us because I forget where. I, oh, I was in Ohio just a couple of weeks ago celebrating my brother. 
brother's birthday and we were at the store and I was like, oh, good Lord. Like, just get the, get it, get the bag here. Get the bag. Give me the bag. Give me the bag. I'll do it. Like, it was just, we have this thing as New Yorkers where it's just go, go, go. We do. And that's where I was like, wow, like you are so rude. Like in my head, I of course did not do that. But in my head, I'm thinking like, why are you moving so slow? Yeah. I was like, you know what? They're not going anywhere. I can't make them do this faster, you know? So I think that living in New York, our pace is so much faster than everyone else. No, it really, really is. But then at that point, it's just like, then I'm, I'm, I'm not giving people time to like do what they want to yeah. do. It's just like, are you done with that? Are you done with that? Can you print that? Can you give me that? It's like, that's one thing I, I got to work on. And not doing everything myself. Like, well, and it's kind of like what Angie said. You're plugging the holes. Like, I am. just you know, and that's where I feel like that is a gift that she gave to you to recognize. Like, yeah, she's just like, stop, fall back, let everybody do their own job, you know, so that we can see what needs fixing. And it, it that's super hard for me to do. But coming coming into 2019, I'm gonna let everybody do their own job. I'm not gonna try to like micromanage the people, even the people that work for me. Like I assist my assistant, if that makes any sense. It absolutely makes sense. It's like, why? Why am I doing this? I'm like, I'm like, I tell, I give him a task and then I oversee him do the task. No, then you're wasting your time. I stand over my board up and I, I, I be like, hit the song fade to go right put that up so it's like i'm i'm micromanaging everybody around me due to my like impatience and my control issues that i'm definitely gonna work on both of those i have to i have to and that's why i said it's like the whole vision board thing i don't know if you have one we discussed this before right you do resolutions but you don't do a vision board i've always wanted to make a vision board we're doing but i feel like it's so corny i don't care i've judged it for so many years that now that i want one i feel like i can't make one you can all what what do we say you can always evolve you're not you're not limited to be that person that was so neg about a vision board last year. I you know. can do it. It's like I've been like, what the hell? Who makes a vision board? You know and what? now I'm like, I want a vision board, but I'm embarrassed with my own self. I trashing the vision one, boards. Though. I haven't had one. And I read like the secret and everything and I did yeah, all of those things. Same. But then I like thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? Like what's preventing you from doing one? Like what's the worst that could happen? So you put on there that you want clarity or that I'm you want I'm going to make like, it at home and I'm not going to tell anybody I did self- it. Just, yeah, don't tell anybody. Wait, you just kind of outed yourself. You're going <laughs> to do it right now. But no, I thought about this and I thought, you know, as like women, we need to like encourage each other and like say like, you know what? This is going to be a good thing for you. And then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, what do I want on my vision board? I was like, sleep. <laughs> I want uh, time. You know, it's like I think that your goals and your priorities change from year to year so I almost regret not doing one in the past because I would have loved to have seen my goals like oh my back God. in 2006 like a pair of red bottoms a Chanel right. bag absolutely right no that's what I'm saying <laughs> that's so what I like, would have put probably well and things will change next year yeah. from this year so that's the reason I almost want to like kind of encapsulate like this point in time so that I can look back and be like wow you know what I did do that thing yeah. oh I totally failed on that one but you know just to kind of document it yeah, next year I feel like I want to go to Thailand. That's like one of my... You do? Yeah. I feel like it's like I've already done all the islands. Like, uh, I just want to go somewhere where I, people, I don't understand the people. I don't know what's happening. New flavors, new tastes, new You sites. will learn so much about yourself being in an environment where you don't know the language. We yeah. were in Hong Kong, and I was like... And Hong Kong is actually very... Like, they speak 
English there. And they're like, super modern, yeah. Yes, but it was like we went to these like different little remote parts and stuff, and we went to Bali. My husband and I went to Bali, and I was just like, wow, that's when you are living, man. Like, you don't know how to communicate. I'm like, me pointing to my privates. I'm like, pee pee. <laughs> like, you know, and I, but you're you're trying to say to them, I need to use the restroom. Like, where do you go? You know, but you like, know, you're it, trying to be respectful. You don't want yeah. them to think you're being vulgar. You yeah, know, no. I'll tell you a funny story. When I went to Italy, I just spoke Spanish with an Italian accent. Of course. Quiero ir al baño. Ban, bano, yes. Quiero yeah. la pizza. Yeah. Donde el vino. And my family was there and they're like, you're ridiculous and you're a whole entire certified psycho. Why? They understood you though. They understood they everything got I it. said. Absolutely. Donde está el helado. And they understood me. Yes. And it was weird. And my husband was like, you're a psycho. I'm going to stand over here. And I used to talk to them in Spanish. And I'm like, I'm just going to make believe, like, the Italian accent I but hear on TV. they get it. It's a romance language. They got They're it. They're all derived from Latin, which Carolina. my dad made me take. I, oh, God. You took Latin? I took Latin for three years in high school. It was, like, the worst. Oh, you smart. I, yeah, I, you know what? On on record, I will tell you, I am smart, but I'm the biggest airhead when it comes to certain <laughs> things. Like, if I study something, like, I can give you a lot of knowledge, like, things that I read. Like, if I read something... I'll remember it. But there, the other day, my nephew told me how old he was. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're 11 years older than Noah. He's like, no, 21. And I was like, whoops. Oops, okay. My bad. Don't know? ask me to do no type of math That's calculations in my brain. Yeah, but back to your thing about Thailand. We, I was having this conversation with my family. And I said, all I want to do is travel with my family. I want to see different cultures. I want to experience, like, different things. And I'm not talking, like... Four seasons, you know, everything. Like, well, that that would be nice every once in a while. But, but I'm talking like, about, like, real deal, getting down to the yeah. nitty-gritty and traveling, you know? Getting like, to know culture. That's my thing. It's just, like, I want to see how other people live. And yeah. taste food that I've never tasted. It's just, I'm, I'm a very, like, open-minded person. Right. And I don't know why it's like Thailand just feels like it'll be perfect Is for me. Noonie and down I with love that? animals. Oh, you need to go and ride the elephant. Do the elephant uh Of course sanctuary. I am. Are you yes. out of your mind? I, I want to go there for the monkeys and the elephants and the boats that I see people get on. Right. I've been stalking Thailand for a minute. Well, let me tell you something. This is very interesting. My husband and I, when I first met him, mm-hmm. we met at a, a, in the Hamptons and he was leaving two months later. I think it was two months later. He was going on a sabbatical by himself to thailand get out of here yes that's amazing and he and i said oh, i was just like you did don't you have think friends he was, i think he was weird, weird. i yeah. was just like are you gonna go to thailand and like go to these go-go bars and like like you're are you a weirdo For and he, he was like no he had always wanted to explore he had always wanted to travel and he didn't have a you know girlfriend or anything and he was just like why am i gonna wait don't and i loved that about him i thought he was so adventurous and so here i'm thinking i met this guy he's amazing and he's gonna leave and he was two weeks into the uh trip by himself and he ended up hurting his foot How on long a waterfall was this trip? he was gonna go for like over a month what? and just explore yeah he has goals and i said to him that's why that's what made me i was so intrigued by that that our at our age at 30 and 31 that he had decided that you know what no he was gonna take the time now because yeah. he said too many people wait he um and then you die exactly or 
You wait until you're 65 or 70, and then you're just tired. I'm not climbing on no elephant at 65 years old. Correct. You might break a hip, and then, like, that's a whole big other thing, you Mm -mm. know? But, like, yeah, so he had said to himself, like, you know, he had resolved that he wanted to go on this trip. Well, about two weeks in, he was going up a waterfall. He ended up falling. Uh, the whole thing, he messed yeah. up his foot. Yeah. And Those I was rocks like, are slippery. And I said to him, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. But secretly, I was like, yes, he's coming home. I was like he so back. excited. You I need know. me to pick you up? But he said that one of the biggest, like that one of the most eye-opening experiences for him was going on a trip by himself. He said he learned so much about himself. He learned so much about like the people. Like there were no restrictions. And that's how I want to, I want to live that life for a little bit. Like I want to be unrestricted. I want to go and discover things, you know, but like that's, that's a goal. That's one of the goals. Because we are very restricted here. It's like everything you do, everything you say, wherever you go and our pace of life is just. For the people that don't listen, that are not from New York, this is like go time at all times. At all times. And that's the reason why I think that New Yorkers are so amped and like ready to go. Like we are ready to attack at all times, you know. And I I don't want to paint this picture about New Yorkers because I'm very proud. I call myself a New Yorker now. I'm born and raised in Ohio, but now I truly believe that I am a New Yorker. But um, yeah, I feel like we were in Spain and we were walking around and we saw this oh my gosh i can like picture this guy's face right now this adorable older couple and it was an older man and it was a park bench and he had fallen asleep on the bench like think about this yeah. it's the middle of the day he's asleep on the bench the sun is shining beautiful weather and my husband and i were just you know standing there we're like you know walking around just taking it in there was a church that we were going to be going to and you see his wife come out and wake him up and the wife told him it's time to eat you know come home and I said to Mark, I go, we're doing this all wrong. We really are. Like, we're doing this all wrong. Like, we are constantly like, I have a deadline. I have this to do. I need this. I have emails. I have like, you know, and I'm like, that that's the way to live. Like, they may not have, you know, a Chanel bag or they may not have it. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, if that fulfills you, then good for you. But like, for me, I was like, wow, that just really it put was things moment. in perspective for us. Yeah, no, it was you a know? moment. Yeah, that was, that was definitely like a, a, one of the highlights of our trip. And I feel like we are doing this wrong. Right? I love it, but I feel like we are doing it wrong, especially when it's just like you look at your calendar and you're like, why am I doing all this? Well, because I think, too, that we're highly motivated people. And I think that anybody who is willing to get up, and I'm talking about the people who are listening, like if you're willing to wake up and get into that traffic and you go, I mean, it's survival. It's about giving the best for your family, but it's just in a different day and age when we have all of these other distractions, you know? We really do. Are we going to step into the salon? Do you want to? Let's do it. So. Okay, guys, you read it this time. Listen, guys, whenever you guys um, want to reach out to us, you can send us an email, lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail, and then we put you in, in the salon chair. Yes, like that's me and, right. Like me and Carolina I'll are going to- I'll put the cape on you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The only thing we don't do is do your hair, but we do listen- You um, don't want me to do your hair. Trust to me, your I problem. can barely do my own. I could probably do hair. I feel like <laughs> I could do hair. I feel like you could. I think you're well versed enough. Like you sit in the chair long enough that you I got strong hands, and I and I always did my sister's hair growing did you? up. Yeah, she never learned how to comb her hair, so my mom was like, I was the designated like hair comber. So Bella like, just got like the hookup. For real. I mean, she wore princess dresses on New Year's. She didn't have to do anything. It was she didn't your have to birthday. do her hair. She got the shine. She was the baby Nobody for a long time. Hair. Okay, you did her hair. I All did right. her hair. I used to beat her, though. If she dared move, 
I used to whip her right with that comb across the head. Like, if you move again. You put up that thing con la bolita. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. My mom used to pull back my hair. That's the reason why I have this, like, bald spot with baby hairs up on the left-hand corner. You know what it is, okay? I, your mom used to My just... mom used to pull my hair back so tight. It wasn't necessary. I didn't even need gel. She'd be like, ¿Y ¿por qué te voy a poner gel? Si yo te lo... Yeah, I mean, she would pull it back It was like an so instant t- facelift at, like, seven years Absolutely. old. Absolutely. I had why? free Botox at six. Why, like, mom? Why? <laughs> but she used to use those elastics and yeah. have the ball, one on one side, one on the other side. The bolitas, yeah. And you would take that thing out, and if it popped you on the head, you would get a concussion. Or on the finger, or on yes. the mouth, if you went to, like, pull it and it snapped Forget back. Forget it. Oh, my gosh. You would need, like, to take off your finger. Que dolor. Grab some ice. Serious, serious injuries. Okay. okay. Now Are we you going to read this? Yeah. Um... I can read it. It's kind of long, but we're going to get into it. Trina. Trina says, hi, honey and Carolina. Love your podcast. You guys are so different and work well together. I love this combination. Here's my story. My birth mother and father were 17 and 19 years old when they had me 46 years ago. I assumed they weren't ready to be parents. And after a few years, I wound up being adopted by my aunt and uncle, my birth father's brother and his wife. I knew I was adopted. It wasn't a secret. We would visit my grandmother every weekend and I would see my birth father there. Growing up, I was told my birth mother had our address and phone number but as the years passed I never saw or heard from her. When I was about 20 years old and my birth dad on his deathbed revealed that my birth mother was dead. I was okay, no big deal because I didn't know her. Fast forward six months ago someone contacted me through Facebook and gave me some information on my birth mother. Through the power of Google I was able to locate someone with her name and the age seemed to be around right. Are you serious? Just last week I finally worked up the nerve to mail her a letter asking if it was really her and that she was alive she called me four days later confirming she was in fact my birth mother dude my question is do i have to or should i tell my adoptive mother her and i have never had a good relationship and she's always favored my sister her biological child Mm -hmm. since day one i don't resent her i'm a mom i know it's not easy and we do the best we can with the situations we're given but i do feel that this is my journey Mm. she's 71 and had a stroke last year she's doing much better but ever since the stroke her memory has gone downhill she often repeats herself and is very forgetful i feel that at at this point if I do tell her, she may feel away and give me some type of excuse or lie or some distorted version of the truth. And because of her condition, I'd rather let her live the rest of her life in peace because I feel this may upset her. I would I would appreciate your input or thoughts on this. Thank you so much. Wow. Whoa. This is a real life novella. This is like it. so, so, there are so many layers here. My goodness. So you've got your father on his deathbed telling you that your birth mother is passed. Then you, through Facebook and Google, are aware now that your birth mother is indeed alive. So there's that whole angle. But now you're wondering whether or not you should tell your adoptive mother because you are going to pursue this relationship with your birth mother or perhaps meet up with her and and get to know her a little bit. Oh, Trina. Oof. This is intense. This is so intense. I'm not even going to hold you up. Um here's where here I'll, I'll give you my initial thoughts on this. Number 1, I think you're incredibly selfless because right now having gone through all of this stuff, right? You're thinking about your adoptive mother. I mean, that says a lot about you. And she ain't even treat you that good. I know. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying like she's selfless and and I think that that's where it shows your character and what type of a person you are. Um, the fact that she's gone through something and that she had a stroke and that her memory's gone down, and I, I'm 
I do agree with you that maybe she might not be in the best condition to receive this type of news. But I think that at this point in your life, you're 46 years old, I believe. Yeah. Um, Trina, you got to think about yourself. Real talk. Because all these adults obviously thought about themselves when they made all these decisions. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, honey. I agree with you. And so, you know what, Trina? Like, now this is your time. Like, do you want to explore this relationship with your birth mother? What a gift this is to you, you know, to know or to be able to get to know someone on your terms now as an adult. That's up to you. And that's up to her on how willing she is to allow you into her life. But as far as your mother goes... Uh, meaning your adoptive mother. I wish I knew more about the situation, but I really do think that you're the only person that can make that decision. You don't got to tell her. I think that in her mind, she's thinking that, you know what, this is the person who raised me and out of like, it, it's out almost like an honor. Yeah. yeah but it's almost gonna, like an honor hurt, respect thing. I guess, but if it's going to be hurtful, because who's to say you're not going to contact this lady you found on Facebook, meet her one time and be like, I don't got time for this. I don't even want to talk to her. We didn't even connect. Right. And then you hurt your mom for no reason. Yeah. Well, that's a really good angle, I so think. Maybe just hold, withhold information. I always say withholding information is not lying. It's just not telling. But that's lying. So, no. <laughs> no, I do agree with you. I think that, like, hey, you know what? You guys could see each other a couple of times and it could fizzle out. The the interest could fizzle out. So, like, why bring something up if you don't have to? But maybe if you establish a relationship with her and if you're, like, going to see her for Christmas instead of your adoptive mother or, you know, for a holiday that you normally would have spent yeah, together. Yeah, if you become shady, then there's a problem. Yeah, but yeah. If you're just going to go see this person that in 46 years you don't even have a relationship with just go see what what it's about and Steve I'm very much into believing that relationships don't work out when people try to reconnect after like 50 years it's really really hard I have my own story about reconnecting with someone Uh um I have one cousin by my father's side and I found him like on Google and I sent him like a handwritten letter like 12 years ago come to find out like uh my aunt was murdered and his dad took him and we never had contact with him we never met him he never knew that we existed oh wow his cousins and i'm the person that opened up that door for him right and he got the letter and i gave him my email in the letter and he emailed me back and he was like wow yeah i that is my mom my mom and your your dad were brother and sister i didn't know you guys existed and we have kind of like been able to establish a relationship right but i can't see that really being something that would have hurt anybody else in his family right or in my family so see how it goes yeah i would and explore he lives, it he lives in vegas and i always um contact him i have him on facebook his wife too and it turns out like his daughter and me are like we look like twins no way those are the genes yeah the genes were, the were super strong and it's crazy because my father passed when i was really really young and when i met my cousin i was like oh my god he's like my dad oh wow so in, in my experience it was it was a good experience yeah and and even though we didn't connect to the point that it's just like we talk every day it's still a family member but it doesn't that, have to be that that's what i'm saying it's like la sangre like your your blood that's out there that's like you my know? one and only cousin by my father's side wow uh-huh and it's so crazy. He didn't even know we existed. Oh my gosh! But that's like a, what? What a beautiful reconnection. You know what yeah, I mean? It and was like for for both of you guys. And then my sister looks just like his mom. Wow! So it it, it was so for him. I bet you he is so tripped. He was out. really blown away because it's like when his mom passed, he was very young, and he went with his dad. 
And then it was there was no mention of like you have cousins and my sister was named after his mom. So it, it for him it was super dope. And then he came with the albums like oh this is your dad when he was young oh, when my I mom bet got you that married. Was so trippy so it, for him. It really was, and it was super trippy for me because then he had pictures of my grandmother when she was young, and I'm like her twin. So it was like my mind was blown away. Wow. So I I would definitely tell um Trina do it do it and then if you yeah. and then tell your mom later on if you feel like it's gonna upset her. A hundred percent agree. I agree with you i think that you explore it you see where it goes if it becomes something then you open up the conversation to your adoptive mother but until then i wouldn't no i wouldn't do anything other than that yeah it's not like you're cheating on your man or nothing but you know what can we just like can we address the elephant in the room which one families are doing the most like why couldn't they just tell the truth like why you know what i mean yeah, like I'm what is the about, reasoning i'm just confused about dad mom died but she really didn't because die because people are hurt and, and they, she's on facebook because people are hurt and they create things that's what i'm saying it's like especially like there are so many stories like in our in my own family where it's like this person did this and oh she doesn't like they create these narratives that like are not even true and then it's like oh wait by the way technology's here we can like check on people like hello ancestry dna all this other all that good stuff. stuff i'm serious so that's the reason why it's like mark and i have this like agreement and we always say like it's just better to th- tell the truth just tell the truth because if you tell a lie then the lie gets worse and then there's another lie and then you got to remember that lie you know and i feel like that is the situation that happened in this you know just from hearing or reading this email the very little that i do know but there's just a lot of lies there is a lot of lies. People love to lie. It's so much harder to remember a lie than it is to tell the truth. It really is. Like, just, that's, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd rather tell the truth. Like, just deal with it. I just tell people the truth in a really, really nice tone, and it seems to work for me. Yeah. Like, you know, you told me that I listened to old school hip-hop and that I shouldn't like Chingy anymore. That you shouldn't you know? dance to like, Chingy <laughs> alive. Because people are like, go get Carolina. Listen, She's coming up. I will, I will defend until the... No, I'm kidding. No, but they no, actually loved true. it. They actually loved it. They were like, oh my God, you got to see Carolina. No, but saying like the truth, like what you said, like in a nice way. I mean, I feel like it's just, it's in the delivery. I tell people that all the time. You can tell me whatever you want. It's just the way you tell me things. Absolutely. Your tone, I'm still a your human approach. being. Yeah. I'm but still a human. Sometimes people, especially family, yo, family be wilding, though. I'm not even going to hold you. My family be calling me sometimes like, I'm getting ready to kill your mother. What did mom do? Yeah. Do you get in the middle? I try to. I'm like, my mom calls me. I'm, what does she call me? I think she calls me like Jimmy Carter or something. She's, oh, you're the peacemaker. Are you yeah. like the, yeah. Was Jimmy Carter like a peacemaker or something? I don't know. Because she calls me like, you're the Jimmy Carter of the family. I'm like, why? Because I don't take sides. I'm so, I don't, then you're Switzerland. I don't. You're neutral. Yeah, I'm very neutral. Yeah. I try to like, okay, this is what she thinks. This is how she feels. I'm like the mediator yes. in, in the family. And I mind my business. I don't get involved in nobody's. Don't I don't borrow money from people. I don't ask people to like pick me up and take me to the airport. I'm just... Just like I don't affect anyone in yeah. any way, but I do try to mediate. I'm like, listen, she didn't mean it like that. You know, the fact that she didn't come to your birthday, you know, it, it's you're not, looking at it this way, and it really wasn't that. You not, didn't know she had this going on. That's me. Yep, I'm, that's me. I'm too. that person in the family. Why are we those people? We have to be. My brother will call me. He'll be like, "Don't say I said anything." I said, "Then don't say anything." Well, no, I got to tell you. No, no, but then don't tell me. If Pat, somebody no. told you not to say something, then don't tell me. Well, well, but just let me, just let me, because I'm like, no, Mm-mm. you want to get it off your chest. Now you're implicating me and I don't need to know this. Like, as soon as a conversation starts with you can't say anything, I'll be like, hold on, let me grab some wine. <laughs> this is about to be juicy. I'm like, 
<laughs> no, juicy. Um, I I don't like. That's why I say to him, I'm like, dude. Then how can I trust you? Like, if I tell you things and I tell you not to say anything, I'm like, you're calling me right now saying don't say anything. You have to say something. I know, what, but then what, I, I sit there and I listen. I'm like, all right, go ahead. And then he tell he spills beans, and I'm like, damn. That's me. That's me with my family. They were like, you cannot. I'm telling you, you cannot say a word. Right. I'm like. Oh my God, this is amazing right now. Go tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah, but, I've, the, and, but I've kept secrets. I was gonna say, do you keep the secret? Yeah, if if you if you definitely tell me. Sometimes I slip up and might tell my other sister. See, then I'm not telling you a secret. Then, honey, German, it's, no you way. Know, my this sisters, is the problem. my sisters are so important to me, and they're like my limbs. I swear yeah. to God, it's That's just like such an amazing relationship that you have with I them. I have to sometimes. But as I've gotten older, it's like, oh, my God, I don't want no drama in my life. I'm like, what? That's not how baby's father? After 21 years, she's revealing this? And then I'd be like, okay, anyway, can you order me a salad? Yeah. I just don't want no parts anymore, Will, with the drama. Right. Before, I was into it. it. Now, I'm like, I got so much work to do. Why did you even tell me this gossip? I'll even forget. Some people be like, oh, my God, you didn't tell me such and such as mom was sleeping with his cousin. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that gossip. Oh, my gosh. See, I need to come to, like, a German family where you, I don't think we're as interesting as you guys are. (laughs) I think we're, like, Listen, the TV piping hot. My family be like, oh, my God, such and such has a kid and he's five. I'm like, where did the kid come from? (laughs) As you clutch your pearls. Yeah, I'm like, a five-year-old? You better get me the pictures. Oh, Oh, yeah. He don't need a DNA. They got the same hairline. Yep, same that's nose. it. That's my nephew. No, I uh, I don't get. I don't like to get involved in the drama. I always say the drama finds me because everybody likes to like spill on me, and then I'm left holding the bag. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be that person. Like you guys can't just come and tell me everything. And then they're like, well, you go tell mom. I'm like, why do I have to be the messenger? Oh, that's my family, too. I'm always the one that has to talk to my mother about things. So there you have it. Well, we hope that we helped you, Trina. You can always email us your questions. If you want to step into the salon, go to lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you guys are following us, um, L.I. Spanglish, on everything, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to start um, Instagramming and tweeting. I know I keep saying this. No, we will. you got to give us a minute, though. There are some podcasts that have been out, and they've been doing, like, episode 400. I mean, we're just getting in the mix. Yeah, we're babies. Yeah. Let so us get us caught up. Let us, you know, marinate. But you guys can follow us. I am Honey German on Instagram. And I'm the real Carolina. There was an imposter. So follow us. And this episode (laughs) was longer. We hope that it, like, you know, I don't know, I guess... When my friends complain, I'm like, bitch, you get a real life podcast every time you're with me. Please shut your mouth. That's right. In person. Exactly. Okay? You were with me three hours. Count that as a Life in Spanglish podcast without Carolina. I know. But they, they need a little touch of me because you know what? I got to, you know. We're going to FaceTime you next time. Please I'm do. I'm going to be like, and here's Carolina. I'm going to prop the phone on the side Please of the dinner do. table. I'm ready. And we're going to do a live podcast soon. So we'll figure out how to do that. We are. For right now, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We're on all platforms. I'm talking iTunes, Spotify. Spotify, most importantly, iHeartRadio, because that's where the check get cut at. That's so right. make sure you download the app. <laughs> Amazing. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
Unidos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.